Hi everybody, welcome back to This Revolutionary Life. I'm Jen. And I am Ken. And today is a beautiful day here in Michigan. Yes, it is, um, according to my weather app, 49 degrees. Can you believe it? Yeah, it's amazing for the uh, last week of February here. Yeah, we were just at negative like 7 the other day. And I was telling people, I said, listen, I got it on good authority. It's going to get warmer. I just got a hunch. And lo and behold, here we are. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. And look at it now. And now you got people out here in the shorts and they're riding with the top down on their car. Only in Michigan when it's 40 some degrees. Oh, shorts weather. Yeah, shorts weather. Get Above that, freezing, shorts weather. Get those, tank, get those tank tops out. So, anyways, today, Jen, what do we have? Besides this beautiful weather and this semi-truck that just drove by us, <laughs> what do we have on today's uh, today's topic? Well, we had some, uh, some requests and we, uh, you know, we made a list. So I think we're just going to start hitting, hitting some of these requests. So we're going to funnel through these lists and I think today let's start with purpose yes we had a person as you say contact us and they wanted to know more about our thoughts on living with purpose which is purpose uh, yeah how do you how do you find your purpose how do you live with your purpose how do you make decisions day to day you know to to follow that path and to not get yourself off track and yeah and it was it was it was interesting because first of all um, we're normally only used to receiving hate mail so for someone to send us something positive in an email was slightly awkward but we were excited so purpose if you want to we're gonna is we're gonna expound on it obviously in great detail today but if you would like a kind of primer or refresher on purpose you can go into the show archives and find our episode on core values mm -hmm. which talks they kind of, they're not exactly the same but it kind of goes hand in hand a lot of that stuff we're going to some of it we're going to talk about today I think that's probably a really good place to start so it's going to give you the real base idea yeah the the bare bones if you will so so purpose okay the hard part with this is that the first thing that people that when people come to us and they're confused cuz cuz you see if you want to if you want to look at it and boil it down like okay yeah there's the grandiose overarching concept of what I you know why am I here the, the eternal life questions right why am I here mm -hmm. what am I doing here so on and so forth but then you can also boil this all the way down and take it into the realm of fitness and nutrition and holistic health with like on a smaller level like goals like what do i want to do like sure. how like we talk to people hey why are you here uh, i don't know yeah right so like i think that that's the that all of that kind of follows along the same path and i think that the first part that is very very difficult is stopping what you're doing if this is something you're 
interested in, <laughs> the path you're interested in following, stopping what you're doing and actually sitting there and going, you know what, and asking the question of what is my purpose. Yeah, step one, and nobody likes to hear it, but it is to sit and think or, you know, turn your brain off. Maybe meditate, maybe journal. Everybody hates when I say that. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta sit with yourself. Sure. And turn the world off and see what see what your mind and your body's telling you. You gotta yeah. actually listen. Yeah, because we live in a society that is geared towards uh, manicness, uh, monkey mindedness, all over the placidness. So the first thing that is very, very difficult for people is to slow down enough to ask the question of, hey, how am I feeling? Hey, what's going on? Hey, because it's the human doing, not the uh, not the human being. So the mm -hmm. society is geared and a culture has developed of rat race. I was just talking about this. Yeah, day. if you don't fill every second of every yeah. single day, then somehow you're wasting your time. Yeah, I was just talking about this the other day with a... With a with a client about how, and I fell into this trap very early on in our, in our business, um, in the beginnings of, of the holistic revolution was, you know, all the books out there, go to Barnes, <laughs> go to Barnes and Noble or the library. Uh, you know, <laughs> they still are around and you look in the business section and you will see a whole slew of books that are dedicated to selling you in air quotes, selling you mm -hmm. on the fact that if you don't work a hundred hours a week, if you're not a absolute slave to your job or a workaholic or any of these other adjectives we use for people that are obsessed with work, if you will not be successful. Sure. So it's work hard, work hard, work hard, which there, I'm not sitting here and I'm definitely a proponent of hard work. I'm also a proponent of smart work. And I'm also a proponent of not roasting yourself out because that's when problems yeah. start to happen. Work so, smarter, not harder. Yes. So the first thing, it's almost it's almost anti or or it's almost like like not it goes against people's first inclination is to stop for a second and go hey wait a second here you know it's not to be conspiratorial but like the only country that leaves more vacation time on the table than the united states is japan and they also kill themselves at a higher rate than mm. the united states they're number one they're the, the world champ well, and there's, there's some controversy in saying that, you know, the pandemic that hit and it stopped the world is a blessing in disguise. I, I am one of the people that believes it, it really was a blessing in for disguise. For people who want to view it through that lens. Ab well, that's what absolutely. I'm saying. It's, it's a controversial topic, but, and some people are definitely going to argue you, you know, to the grave, but, you know. The COVID-19 pandemic stopped the world and forced everybody to stop, to sit down, to be with their family, yes, and to maybe take some time off of work, to, you know, stop doing all of the, you know, here in the United States, it's, you have kids and if, if your kids don't have after school practice and then, you know, tutoring and then training and then this and then that and everything up leading up until eight o'clock at night when you're you know yeah. your poor kids pass out at 
bedtime, then somehow you're wasting their childhood. Yeah. You're wasting time. Well, everybody this past year has been forced to sit down. Now, how many of you out there can say that you took that time and you maybe sat with yourself or you used a little bit of introspective and decided, hey, you know what? When we come out of this thing, like, I want to make some changes. Yeah. So people who were, the long story short of that is that people that were already doing things that were positive and were moving in a, in a, in a direction that was good for them, just continued to do those things. People that were... Well, you hope so. People that had... Well, I think this bears out. People that had holes in their... Let's just say holes in their holistic health game. Okay. They... Those holes got exposed. Right? And... Well, They and fell... They, they, they went down the slope. So, like, what I was saying... If you didn't have a strong sense of your purpose, then when the gym closed... Did you lose your mind and flip out or did you go outside for a walk? You know, when you couldn't get to the grocery store to get your, you know, organic beetroot juice, right? Did your entire diet crumble? Yeah, so the people that were had, had principles and purpose to begin with weathered the storm and the people who did Right, and I think that's, I think that's yeah. the point is living with purpose, finding your purpose and... You know, moving forward in line with that purpose. Absolutely. So if you look at like back to that thing I was saying about the vacation time, if you if you if you keep, you know, is it advantageous to a company to have you take vacation time? Well, obviously, holistically speaking, a well-rested employee is a good employee because they're able to probably work harder and be more efficient. But then also, is that then the risk? The you know, I've certainly worked at places where time off was viewed negatively because if you got enough time off and you got around the wrong, well, the right people in some certain instances, you'd start to sit back and think, wait a minute. Yeah. I get treated like shit here. I quit. So time off was a bad thing because it keeps you stuck. And there's a reason why it's called the rat race. It's just spinning around a wheel. It's just mm -hmm. continuous in a circle, right? So, so the first thing, going back to what you said, stopping, recognizing, just like in any other pursuit, whether it be you want to something, you know, you want to lose weight. Okay, well, first of all, if you want to lose weight, you got to come to the realization that you got an issue mm -hmm. with your weight. That is your issue and your issue alone. Right. So, how do I find my purpose? Okay, stopping and saying that. Living a life of purpose is important to me. Making that declaration and slowing down and stopping for that five minute, 10 minute, whatever, and ruminating on that, that's the first key step in the whole process. That, that in and of itself is such a major undertaking, as you well know, Jen. I mean, we have people at the facility that if you told them to sit still for five, I mean, you would... They would respond to you saying, you know, hey, can you sit here? Can you sit still for five minutes? They would respond to that like you, I don't know, you were throwing like, you were like tarring and feathering them. Like like their response, yeah. oh my God, like a garlic to a vampire, right? So that's, that's one of the, that's one of the first pieces. And with that becomes, so with that comes motive. 
Why? Why is this important to me right now? What am I what am I going to do with what Jen's going to sit there and she's going to say I want I'm I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm there's something missing. Okay. What is it? What's the what's what's the reason for this change? Maybe obviously the way we both know it is it's a health normally this comes about the people that we deal with mm-hmm. through a health challenge. Okay? So like yeah, I have cancer or I got diagnosed with MS or I'm on they want to put me on diabetes meds or something like that that is the shock to kind of stop everything in its tracks and get them to go, "Okay, wait a second. Obviously, I'm living a life that's out of line mm-hmm. with what the life I want to live." Okay, so for so then next question, what is the life you want to live? What does that look like? And these are fundamental questions that people just simply do not think about in today's society. Or they're not, uh, it's not It's not propositioned to them that way. I mean, even take a look at like, we're going to talk. Or they're uh, afraid of the answer. Well, that's, that's true too. We're going to get to that here in a second. But like, you look at like high school, like, you know, hey, what do you want to do? It's always an answer that's motivated by money. You talk to these, we got high school kids that train at our facility. Yeah, hey, what do you want to do? What do you want to go to school for? It's always an answer that's motivated by loot first. Yeah. Which is another problem. I want to be rich. Uh, that, yeah. I want, and we got way too many people in finance and not enough people in medicine and in, you know, health and other things that require lots of attention. So, so what I like to do is go through a series of questions. I de- We use a uh, questionnaires to get people to see where they're at, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? And these are some of the things that, these are some of the things that you at home can write down on a piece of paper and ask yourself, right? So if you want to find your purpose, you know, you're big on this. Question number one, what do you dream about? What do you dream yeah, about? What, what excites you? What makes you happy? Yeah. What What do you think about in your spare time? If maybe if you're scrolling the internet, what are you looking up? Yeah. What 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 are you? What gets you? What get? What's kind of what's gnawing at you? I like. I, like it's funny because I was listening to a podcast with Louis Simmons, and he said, "I live on dreams." And the guys kind of didn't know how to take them because they're younger dudes. They were like, oh, what's this guy talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, he lives on dreams. And he was like, what else do I have? I'm always looking for the next thing. That's what keeps him motivated. He's an old man now, so he's got to keep... He knows that if he slows down, he goes down. So something new has got to inspire him constantly. Whether for him, obviously, it's people lifting heavier and heavier weights because they're into powerlifting or sport pursuit. But, you know, maybe you're dreaming about painting something maybe you're dreaming i mean jen your exploits in the yarn fiber arts are well known maybe you're dreaming about man i'd really like to be able to knit or crochet or work on a farm or i've always wanted to be outside that's another one we talk about constantly Mm -hmm. you got a nation of people who would got a nation of people who's who instead of having a paintbrush or a guitar or being outside in their hands they got told by uh, their family or their culture or their religious programming, no, you need to be a doctor. No, you need to be a lawyer. 
no, you right. need to sit in this cubicle. And so now it has created problems because every day that they go and do that, they're energizing. They're getting farther and farther away from themselves. And this right. is why we run into people who are in their 40s and 50s and they look in the mirror and they don't even recognize themselves. Now, how is that possible? Yeah, I talk about this quite a bit as far as, you know, society as a whole, 100, 200 years ago or even further, people got into occupations and careers, well, quote unquote careers, based off of what they really love doing. Or what they were really good at. You know, the the blacksmith really liked making stuff out of iron. Right? So he did it all the time and he got really good at it. And he got so good at it that other people in the village sought him out. Right? And either traded traded goods or services or whatever. So now he is the town blacksmith. That's his job. How did he get it? He just liked doing it. Yes, and then other people that were also interested in blacksmithing came to him and he passed the knowledge down. Yeah, in like apprenticeship type of thing. Person. Yeah. Yes. So it it's the exact same thing with unfortunately society that has gotten we are so far away from it now because you realistically can, you know, take a test in in high school or maybe college and go, "Okay, what career am I going to be best at?" And then it'll pump out a list. And then you go, okay, which one makes the most money? And then you go pump out that list. And then maybe maybe you cross-reference it. Maybe you don't. Maybe from day one, you know, your parents said, one day you're going to be a doctor. So you've just always followed that path regardless of, is that something you're even passionate about or you yeah. even care about mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, and, and it's just, unfortunately, over all these years, many, many, many years, of society that has become so watered down now that people don't follow their passions. They don't, they don't make a career or a life out of things that they love doing. They're really good at doing it, that are, they're passionate about and bring them, you know, word of the day, ding, ding, ding purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so the next question is what makes you feel good? That kind of goes in line, uh, uh, in line with what you just said. And then what gives you that sense of well being? What's some, what, what gives you, you could use the word purpose. What gives you a, what gets you out of bed? It, it's hilarious to me. And I always say it and I'm not, I'm coming here and saying I'm not shit. Okay. In the grand scheme of things. Okay. So I'm not here pumping myself up, but it amazes me when people talk out of the left side of their neck about working hard and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. You've seen it a million times. I want the 6am appointment and mm -hmm. then they no show. Or they, or they can't, or they're late constantly, or whatever, right? Mm hmm So, but nobody has ever sat back and asked, like, hey, Ken's at the gym every day at 4.40 in the morning, and he's the first person there, and, you know, he's he never takes a day off mm -hmm. that he just, that's not, you know, scheduled to take a day off. Right. He doesn't ever need a mental health day, in air quotes, and he's never sick. These guys at this facility yeah, never, no bank holidays. Yes, these guys at this facility never cancel on their people. They never reschedule appointments. They never miss. They're always like, how is this possible? Would you not ask yeah. the question? Just to ask the question, like, well, wait a second here. What? Obviously, obviously, the dude is driven. Yeah. Obviously, he's in line with what he's supposed to be doing. Because I wake up every morning going, hey man, we got people to help. 
we got we're fighting type two diabetes, we're fighting cancer, we're fighting, you know. Yeah, and I, all this I'm, not gonna, I I'm not going to try and compare compare the you know the career and the job that that we've created and and have chosen to a vacation, but but if you think about taking a vacation and you really like going, you know, somewhere tropical to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you dream about. And you can't wait for the next vacation and you work in a cubicle. Well, there's probably going to be some unhappiness in your life. You're probably not going to feel very fulfilled because you really dream about being somewhere warm on the water, you know. And you're stuck in like probably four feet of snow in a cubicle somewhere. So that that is fit. That is phenomenal, Jen, because that gets us to a highly, highly overlooked question, which is, what geography would you choose? Okay. Where do you want to be? You're you okay? You're in the United. I'm. We're going to assume you're in the United States of America. You have a driver's license. You have the ability to traverse, mm-hmm. at least for the time being, from place to place. Okay, so where do you want to live? Are you a fun in the sun type of gal? Mm-hmm. You like the mountains? Obviously, uh, Michigan for us is semi good. <laughs> I'm not so huge on the super cold weather, but like we both really, really like to be outside. We like to go hiking. We like to kayak, so on and so forth. So Michigan to us has. Yeah, we innumerable amounts of that stuff. We generally really appreciate a four season year, also, and you know, a stereotypical four season year, I should say. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe that would be a thing of yeah, you're just not where it would it would do you really well to be somewhere different. You have to think about that, okay? And then along with that, so what place would you like to be in? And then here's an often another often overlooked one: what kind of people do you want to surround yourself with? kind of people do you want to be around yeah that's that could be tricky that can that can be tricky so who who am i around am i you know do i do i gravitate more towards well you know what i'm kind of like i really like to read and i'm i'm fancy myself an intellectual well then do you want to have you know is it is a non-intellectual kind of like sports bar type environment gonna suit you no you're gonna be like whatever well yeah for me it's you know environment and environmental concerns are important to me and um fair trade and and you know uh whatever these types of things are important to me so i want to be surrounded by people that it's also important to them yes so i don't want to go down and get a job at the local factory with people that are like dumping into Lake Erie pollution and all this stuff and think it's great and are high-fiving each other, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking beer on after a shift and all this stuff. Not that there's anything wrong with drinking beer. Don't, you know, Jennifer at theholisticrevolution.com <laughs> for your hate mail. I'm just saying that for me personally, as an example, I want to be surrounded by people with like-minded ideals. Ideals. Yes. So, the if next... you really like reading books and you really like literature and you really like 
you know, you, you dream about being in like an old Victorian library, you're not probably not going to go, you know, work somewhere where like books aren't a thing Yes. or where people don't care about books or literature or stories, or you want to probably surround yourself with people who have also read books or who also appreciate a hardcover book or, you know, who know how to navigate a freaking so go so ahead you can break this down what so what are you dreaming about and then going back to that podcast on core values you just said it what values are needed to support your dream so if you're captain planet and you have found yourself inside of an oil refinery mm-hmm. or a factory like you said that's dumping stuff and doing stuff or or any company that's doing things that you, that go against your core values right as a person then you are going to experience increased stress levels you're going against yourself and to the degree that you continue to go against yourself stress as we all know and I've talked about a million times on this podcast it's summates, so it grows and grows and grows and grows. And then next thing you know, here comes the high blood pressure. Here comes the cholesterol. Right. Here comes the I can't sleep. Here comes the, I'm tired all the time. Here comes my joints hurt, so on and so forth. Oh, yeah. Stress will kill you faster than now, anything. Yeah, and then now now you're in it, right? And, and In a bad way, okay? So what values are needed? And then you kind of hit on this earlier. What would be What would your chosen work environment be? Like, again, if you love the outdoors, you know. And maybe you could be a park ranger or something and you're not in, stuck inside a cubicle wearing a shirt and tie and it's right. temperature controlled and it's it's like that's like right now with being at home via the pandemic some people are having the greatest time of their life because they think being at home is great right other people are dying because they're they need human face-to-face interaction and the commute to work provided them something and they happen to like the people that they work around mm-hmm. and they talk to jen at the water cooler every day and they you know bitch about their husbands or their kids drive them crazy and they got the connection thing going right and they don't have that now because the zoom i you technological people as much as you want to put this zoom over and these these teleconferences and face-to-faces via devices oh, it's, it's not, not the same, same as human no. interaction forget it so that's kind of that that's kind of a, a a snapshot of the dichotomy that people are seeing right that right now when it comes to environments. And then the last two things you need to ask yourself, this is huge. What income level do you need to live your desired lifestyle? Yeah. And this is this is something that you need to be honest about, you know. What do you need to live? What do you need to sustain life? Not what do you need to be bougie. <laughs> Not what do you need to go on, you know, lavish vacations. And and, and I, I don't know, maybe if that's what you really dream about, taking lavish vacations, then maybe that is a priority to you. But A wise man once said, take only what you need to survive. <laughs> yeah. Right? So what, mean, what do you actually not want? And this, what do you need? This can open up another can for me personally. So if you want to hear more about this or you want to hear me rant more about it, just let me know later at a later time. But to quickly touch on it, you don't need a shit ton of money. Who told you you did? Probably some effing capitalist company who wants you to spend it on their product. Okay? You don't need a ton of money to live a 
like satisfying, purposeful life. You don't. Well, well but that is hold on asterisk again. Jennifer at the Holistic Revolution dot com for the hate mail. That is because you you have developed that though, because that that whole Western thing again. I said it a couple I've weeks ago. I developed it, but it's true. Yeah, yeah, for, but okay, but through your own truth, it's true for you. Because I said this, <laughs> that sounded are, super confusing. Are you, are you said, following along? I saw, uh, well, I said this a couple weeks ago because the complaining, you know, for a country that has everything under the sun, literally, right. the complaining and the negativity is just ridiculous. So I said the other day, or a week ago. Hey, listen, like if you could get anything that you wanted that would make you happy, like most people are going to say money. So what what level of money would it take to make you happy? Is it 10 million? Is it whatever? Okay, it's 10 million. Okay, here's 10 million dollars, but then you're absolved of ever complaining about anything ever again because right. you said 10 million dollars would make you happy. So like, yeah, you don't you don't need a lot of money to survive, but if you should find it, it also doesn't do you any good to have the the old champagne taste on a beer wallet, right? Or think that you're gonna go live in a place that is really really expensive, and then not like there's caveat. Basically, what it boils down to is that there's there are trade offs and conditions with all the answers. So like, here's one. I mean, you you this gets your goat constantly when people when you might have like a legitimate complaint and you're being vulnerable and you're like talking about what's stressing you out and somebody says to you well that's what you get when you own your own business when they've never known anyone that's owned their own business they don't own their right. own business no one in their family's ever owned their own business blah 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 like <laughs> like that's what you get well yeah. yes we're under we you know we understand that so there's there's things that are positive about owning your own business and there's things that are negative What's the one positive for me? I'm my own thing. I don't sm slap a ham and cheese sandwich in a lunchbox and go get yelled at by somebody for Yeah, look, hours. we we have we have taken a very very conscious effort to say what do we want? Well, we obviously want to be able to feed our kids and have heat in the winter. So like there is a level of needing income, right? It is mm -hmm. the United States after all. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we value our freedom. We value our freedom enough that we can say, you know what? I will sacrifice making X extra money mm -hmm. that's just going to go sit in a bank for some fat asshole to blow <laughs> in the stock market anyways, and I'll lose, right? I would rather, this is just me, I would rather oh my God. <laughs> sacrifice having a large you know, savings account to spend more time with my kids while they're kids or spend time with my husband while we're young enough to do the things that we enjoy and appreciate each other's company instead of working ourselves to the bone, having some kind of regrets yeah, wait, or remorse till, later, waiting till hating each other. To, waiting till 65 to live. Okay. Yeah. That's probably nicer. Yeah, that's nicer. <laughs> uh, so... You hit on it there. You keep hitting on all these things, man. You are on the money today. The I'm last, very smart. The last question. You are. You're very smart. The last question, and this is <laughs> this is a tough one. This is the toughest one of all, maybe, is what level of responsibility are you ready to accept? Ooh. So what we just said. Responsibility? The, the, <laughs> the, the path of the holistic revolution rests on the shoulders primarily of me. 
Absolutely. I got it. I'm there every day. I'm doing it. I chart the direction of the program, the exercise program that happens there. I chart the direction of the assessments. I come up with all the form. I, you know, you have your responsibilities. Well, that and you deal again, with. I have taken the the sacrifice of taking a step back so that I can be available to the kids. Yes. I can be available to the house. I can be available to the dog. You know. And people don't. I I have sacrificed my responsibility at the gym or at the facility or within the coaching aspects i have taken a step back so that i can do these other things because that's important to me and important to you yes and a lot of people don't realize that without you being able to do that there wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to do the things that you need to do yes exactly so so what level of responsibility? Do you want to take the responsibility? Do you do you want that, man, it'd be so sweet to be the CEO? You ready to accept that level of responsibility? Yeah, would, it? would it? It's not just end of the year bonus. Yeah, would you let and and, and screw most CEOs anyway. We're not coming over here putting out putting over CEOs. But at the same time, do you wanna be, you know, do you wanna be that person that has to make the the tough call? Do you wanna be the the head cheese? Is that something you strive to be, or yeah, are, are you, you okay being a being a role player, and so on and so forth? Not everybody can be the starting quarterback, nor should they be. So this right. goes, and that goes back to where you find yourself. We got a whole host of people in professions. We got people in teaching that should not be anywhere in the profession whatsoever. We got nurses that have no business being nurses. We got cops that have no business being cops, mm-hmm. and so on. You could say that we got. Personal trainers and fitness people that have no business being in the fitness industry. Yeah, absolutely. You can say okay. it with everything. You can say it with everything. So taking a step back, go through some of those questions that, that we just talked about and uh, ask yourself them and write down and, and see what you say. And, and it's controversial. It's going to be tough. It's like we tell everybody all the time. Anytime we do a speaking a lecture or get asked questions, it's like, look, on a daily basis... When am I going to eat? When am I going to sleep? When am I going to exercise? When am I going to do things, drink water? Mm -hmm. When am I going to do things that are happy making to me? And then the work comes after that. That is so fundamentally Mm anti-Western that it's like heat seeking straight out the gate. So just know that. Yeah, you got to be honest with yourself and don't, don't be embarrassed of the answer just because you say, Hey, I'm 40 years old and I, you know, I've I've wasted the last 20 30 years. No, I'm doing se- this. You can't you can't go down that road and you can't be embarrassed about saying, "Hey, you know what? Something ain't right." Yeah, this isn't for me. It's okay. You know, just figure it out because one day of happiness is better than zero. Yeah, and I you think, know, move uh, forward. And I think that people that that get to that point like you hear like the mid the, the midlife crisis. Well, did they really have a midlife crisis or did they just get to a point where they went, you know what? I can't take this shit anymore. Yeah. This isn't working <laughs> for t- me. Yeah. And then it finally got to a point, like, like I said earlier, a lot of times we view this through the lens of a health challenge, a nightmare scenario, mm-hmm. but it could be that the person finally got to a point in their life financially or whatever else, or maybe the, the external environment made the decision for them. Right. Maybe you got laid off from a job you always hated, but you were too afraid to leave. So instead of. You just got laid off for the past year. So now. Yeah. So instead of looking at it negatively and go, oh, God, I need, I can't, you know, what about Netflix? Screw Netflix. 
screw all that other crap get down to the bare the bare bones of it and and now is the time more than ever to get your prior get get your emotional and mental and physical and spiritual house in order right so that way you can make the best decisions for you because it's your life right and once you have again those core values are like a clear direction the compass it makes it makes every single day living in that decision so much easier because you're you're more in tune with what you want what's going to make you happy yeah so don't dwell on what is you know oh god what's don't, going on don't think wrong? about what what I'm going to what am I going to lose what am I going to miss out oh man I can't get a new car every 2 years well yeah who cares Ce celebrate what you have and the process is part of it. So again, going back to Louis Simmons talking about he's a national he's a national champion in the seventies with just a power rack and an AM radio. While everybody out here talking about we need twenty thousand dollars worth of equipment, this guy had a barbell and a power right. rack, and he was a national champion. So don't that's that's more stuff to keep you rooted in the past, thinking about well, what about this and what about that? Well, we don't know. Are always just keeping you from moving forward because yeah. there's always, there's always a, a, a glass ceiling, right? It's always, well, if I just had this, oh, well, if I just had that, oh, well, if I just did that, I could only, I would be successful if I had that. Yeah. Like, well, no, you're not successful because you're standing in your own way. Yeah. So answer those questions. Figure out what you're doing. Could be a new job. Could be, hey, I like my job, but I need to be here or there or away from this person or more towards these people. If it is something related to your job, remember that a labor of love is always easier to manage than a labor without love. So I technically haven't worked a day in 18 years. So uh, I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> and <laughs> I said that to somebody the other day. They're like, no, you, doesn't it bother you to be here this early? I said, no, I like, well, I'm, I like it. I wouldn't rather. I would rather not be any other place in the world than here helping you. And I wasn't being stupid about it. That, that was for real. So right. do that, and you answer those questions. Think about it. Meditate on it. Stop yourself for a second, and the answers will guide you. Hopefully, if you pay attention to them, to uh, a life that is uh, more congruent, fulfilling, and fulfilling with what you should be doing. And I yeah. think that's it. Sounds good. Happiness awaits. Yeah. So if anybody out there has any more questions or has anything else that we'd like to talk about, like, man, you know, I'd really like to hear you guys talk about home gym equipment, whatever, whatever, whatever it could be, anything, you know, what's your favorite salad dressing, a anything, you could email us, Kenneth or Jennifer at theholisticrevolution.com. Uh, and we will, uh, if it's cool enough that we can talk about it, and we'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it, and we'll do our thing, and then you can be surprised when you hear your question uh, on our podcast. Okay, <laughs> sound good? Sounds fantastic, All everybody. Right, cool. I'm Jen. I am Ken. Go have a revolutionary life. Peace. Bye.